Welcome to today's episode of CLCI Live, brought to you by the award-winning and ICF-accredited school, Certified Life Coach Institute. Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. It's another live, <laughs> and we are going to, um, always, as always, we're going to put in the conversation, comments, all that good stuff we want to hear from you, 100% we want to hear from you, so. Yes. Please participate. It makes the experience so much more fun for us to answer your questions. <laughs> What's today's topic? Purpose. Cultivating your purpose. Um, what is a purpose? What is doing something on purpose? What's the difference <laughs> between purpose, goals, and meaning? Um, yeah. So what? what's purpose, everyone? What is having a purpose? I think a lot of people look for purpose. Um, I know you didn't put that one out there. People looking for purpose, but purpose for me um, allows contentment. Yeah. Makes me feel productive, interactive, connecting. What is someone, I guess, let me, let me put it this way. What is somebody who is looking for a purpose? What do they look like? Somebody who doesn't have a purpose and is looking for someone or uh, a purpose. Wandering, wandering aimlessly. Yeah. <laughs> lost. First thing that came to my head was lost. That person mm -hmm. needs a coach. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> someone to help them find their way for sure. Yeah. yeah. Lost, I think, is a really good metaphor to use. Um because it's like baked, if you feel lost, it's baked in that like there's somewhere you have to be or go so that you're not lost anymore, that you're found and you've got your bearings and you're heading towards a direction. Um, I don't know. What else? I, don't know. I think a purpose to me is a driving factor or a driving force other than what I'm actually doing sometimes. Like when I worked in customer service, my purpose was always just to be as loving and kind and compassionate and welcoming as I could, regardless of what was going on, what I was doing. If that person was being a jerk, it didn't matter. That was my driving purpose among anything. Now, Did you feel fulfilled by that? Most days. Uh-huh. <laughs> Was it meaningful? Wait, what's the question? Was it meaningful? Oh, was it meaningful? Okay. Um, yeah, it was. Because sometimes the person on the receiving end of that really needed that. And it really changed their day or made their day. And it was something that was so small for me, but it was so impactful and big for them. So yes, it was meaningful. I like how you said when you worked in customer service, like that's not. I know, I was, I was, I noted that as well. <laughs> like I don't smoke. I ask you, like, has that purpose changed since then? <laughs> Good call out, guys. <laughs> Um, so, oh, go on, Brooke. Oh, I was just going to ask. So we we're talking about purpose, the, the importance of purpose. How does one cultivate one's purpose? 
purposefully. Or maybe, maybe, maybe another question to like pre preempt your question, Brooke, is why do I? Why does anybody care about having a purpose? Can I live my life without a purpose and be hunky dory? Just be a drifter. Be a drifter, a loner. They found. I think they've linked though. Like having purpose, it equates to having a more fulfilling life, having a longer life, having. Uh, what was interesting for me that I noticed was something else that also comes up in this space is the ability to to have awe, like to be awed by life becomes important. Like to be able to be able to be like, you know. And I think that that I think is this is what this is taking me to is there a simplicity to purpose yeah it was, purpose as you, was a good term you know as, as you were talking i i think you know if one is jaded you don't really have a connection to, to life and when you're speaking about that purpose it is about connection it is about how i fit into the world and and that i matter as much as it is what i'm doing for others so there's that reciprocal piece i think uh that's important to um, this topic of purpose and so some of the benefits of having a purpose and i'm looking at the psychology today article uh -huh. um what you actually get from having a purpose um number 10 may be related to higher income over time so if your purpose is to make money, <laughs> then well, it's self-fulfilling. You'll make more money. <laughs> I, think, I think that what they mean by that is because you end up having higher income over time because you're doing something you love. And so there's a passion behind it. So you're, you're more inclined to work harder at it. You're more inclined to. And so over a long period of time, I think that it, it equates to making more money. Yeah. So number nine is it makes you more likable. Um, turns out You're other probably people, a happier person. <laughs> well, other people, I mean, this, okay, now I'm being a bit cynical. Um, <laughs> I've, in the interviews that I've had before at different companies and stuff like that, they always ask, like, what's your passion? What's your purpose in life? And I've always wondered, why is, why do they, that's a stupid question. Why are you asking me that? I, in the moment, I think it's a dumb question, but it's a very smart question because it shows to the people you're interviewing with that you have value, that you have drive, that you have long-term thinking going on, which is a desirable trait in really anybody. Um, if you're looking to make friends or have a partner in life or raise a family, having a purpose is probably essential to all of that. Well, it's also, I think it brings in caring, caring and concern, right? As if you have a purpose, you're going to work towards that and have care and concern on how you get there. Purpose and passion, as Brooke was mentioning, the passion side of it, it, I think, allows us, you know, so there's good attachment to have that attachment. And so when an employer, yeah, an employer, I almost said employee, an employer is asking that, they want to know, you know, as much as it is business, what's in your heart, too. So is number nine why everybody hates on gypsies? Is that even the appropriate term anymore? That's, well, no, that's not. Yeah, I didn't think so, but <laughs> that explains. That's why I found other European people when I visited Europe. Europe did not like 
that ethnic group of people mm-hmm. was that was their reasoning. Now I'm just making more blanket statements about Europeans, but I get what you're saying, Jerome. It's politically correct, though. Um, not that I've had any encounters with um, those people, the Romani. Um, number eight, though, it helps us be more even keeled. So instead of being an emotional roller coaster, if you have a purpose, mm-hmm. I don't know, you've got something that will keep you balanced. I think it's a focus situation, right? You're focused on something. So if you're focused on a greater purpose, all the little things become less important uh, because you're mm-hmm. like, okay, th- okay, I can move this here. I can do this here. I can set this aside. It's not a huge deal because I have a greater purpose to serve. I have a greater focus to be. And if I get caught in the minutia, I'm not going to be as productive or capable of getting to that point. I think, I think what you're talking about is a really big piece. Honestly, what, what, when people don't have a purpose, all the little things matter and blow up in different ways that if they had a purpose and a direction that they're working towards those little the small stuff, what is it? Don't sweat the small stuff. Was that that book? Yeah. You know, that small stuff becomes unimportant and they recognize that it's, you know, a blip in a moment, not, uh, not life's uh, experience. It's just a moment. So I think that's a big piece why uh, people strive for purpose or it could be. It allows them that uh, stability that was mentioned in that what number even keeled yeah less less reactive right mm-hmm. because if someone's rude to you or whatever and you don't have that driving factor that purpose mm-hmm. you're going to probably be reactive to that whereas if you have that purpose you have that ability to just take a breath and stay focused and keep pursuing your purpose right well and usually it's about the other person who in in that rude place not about you right in that race so, yeah, good point. What were you going to say, Jerome? I was going to say a part of that, too, is you're not always starting over on these new ventures, right? You're not continuously swaying from one point to another. You've got that foundation that you're building on, um, which can make someone come off as less impulsive, less reactive. So you guys out there in the world, what gives you purpose? Jot some things in our chat so we can bounce and play around with what you feel purpose for. I was wondering though, I, so what is purpose? Like what is an example of a purpose? Passion. Passion well, to me just mm-hmm. comes to the surface. I, I say being a mom, I have passion with being a mom and a grandma. I'm already starting to get emotional. <laughs> that well, just warms my heart. To add to that, Lisa, because I'm sure some people are bad moms and bad grandmas how do you how does what can you add to being a mom and a grandma that's purposeful with like intent uh, almost that's what i think of the purpose there's an intent behind it i don't know what you're asking me to ask so me what is your intent with being a grandma and a mom oh just to find a simple joy in their presence mm-hmm. and that it goes back to what brooke was saying it's the simplicity of things not complicating um, something that wasn't complicated, right? Just keeping it simple and seeing the joy and journey that they're going through. Mm-hmm. So there's a, I think 
there's a difference right there illustrated between what a purpose is and what a goal is. Yeah. Because a lot of times I would imagine, I, I don't know, I'm not a mom or a grandmother myself, but a lot of people are like, that's my goal in life is to be a mom or a grandma. And then once they check that off the list, then they don't have anything else to really do after that. Oh, I think this is like one of those that are ever flowing, right? What Lisa described though was um, a purpose. There's something, it's like an ongoing thing Mm -hmm. with what you're getting out of and what you're doing with being a grandmother and a mother. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not just something you check off the list and then you find your next goal. And so is coaching. I find that when I'm in working with my clients, my couples, I have that same joy and journey in the experience with them as well. Even, even if they're not in a good spot, it's not about that. It's about the ability to give, I think, give (laughs) service. Mm -hmm. That's active service. Yeah. Yeah. That ties into coaching because I know I'm not exactly sure what you would call this specific type of coach, but kind of what Anthony was talking about how there are those who are grandma, grandmothers and, and moms once, you know, those kidlings grow up and they don't no, no longer need them as often. Um, I know we have had a few coaches come through and that they've selected that niche as finding that, that new purpose, working with mm-hmm. the coach that can help you find that new purpose. And yeah. this probably goes back to the question that we asked earlier is how do you cultivate that purpose? And I think a lot of that has to do with experience. Um, mm-hmm. You've got to experience new things. Before and experiment. Can- it is yep exactly. would it be fair to call purpose leading we call, call it what would it be fair to call purpose leading so in the what you shared the uh the um the podcast what was it called hidden brain, hidden brain episode yeah. so i don't i'm not saying i agree with this and maybe you guys disagree but they make a distinction between meet or uh, meaning and purpose where meaning is something you do in retrospect. So an event that happened in the past is meaningful. It has meaning. Whereas purpose is something you look towards in the future. It's something you intend to do or is your guiding sort of the carrot. Yeah. The carrot mm-hmm. on the stick that keeps you going. What keeps, what makes you, wake up in the morning and carry on with life. That's your purpose. Um, I, it's, I think of it as soul food kind of, um, uh, you know, it's, it's what, like, it's the thing that, that, like you said, keeps you going. It gives you the energy to be consistent. Maybe when it's hard to, because you're like, no, this, this is, this is, I'm going through this and it's difficult uh, or whatever, but but ultimately, I'm doing this now so that later I can, because it's going to help me fulfill this this purpose because I know what it's doing is feeding my soul. It's um, mm-hmm. um, I think having that purpose is what um will keep us going even when it's hard, and also what keeps us keeps our eye on the reward and able to be sort of um. Uh, consistent and strong through through when it's not always easy i think without the purpose it's easy to be like eh, i'm out Screw this. Whatever. <laughs> well, I, think, I think without purpose it's distracting because you can get lost in the muck of things versus that higher purpose that higher 
um, connection that we have. So, yeah. yeah. I, I think I maybe want to like, there's a trap there where I can think of an example where you have purpose, but it's not meaningful and that's a bad place to be. Um, now I'm starting to talk like Jordan Peterson. It's like, what's, your, uh, what's your example? Like dream versus I, doom kind of thing. I immediately thought for some reason of Ebenezer Scrooge. We all know Scrooge. <laughs> yeah. His purpose in life was to make a lot of money and be a wealthy person. And it, it wasn't like a goal where he's like, I need to get $5. Like he just, his purpose really was to just be wealthy. As it turns out in the story, none of it had any meaning though. It was all yeah, meaning. So that's, yeah, that's right. Is Scrooge a real human character, like a whole human character? Like I would argue well, that Scrooge okay, I'll say two yes. Dimensional, two dimensional until the end of of the story. But Dickens did base it off of real people he knew at the time. He based it off real people, and was trying. He was trying to like give a moral at the end. I'm not saying that it's necessarily true, um, but I can think of an example where your life has purpose but it does not have meaning and that's a bad thing oh absolutely i don't know if you guys have other examples where that I mean, would you be could say, if, you're, if we're talking purpose when we say purpose like your purpose my purpose is to let's say you have a lot of people that are depending on you or something and so you're getting up and that's what your driving force is and you're feeding others but not feeding your own soul essentially um mm-hmm. that could be very draining Right. Um, uh, and, and I think as coaches, this really brought, brings into the, the concept of emotional relevance uh, is really another word for what we're talking about here yeah. is, is when we distill down with a client what what your values are, who you are, what's most important to you and then what you want. And then we connect them with that. Why that? Why is that purpose moment? Right. Mm hmm. Um, how do we cultivate it? I was just, I was just, as you were saying that, I was just thinking that question in that sense of if I know what my purpose is, but I don't know what my emotional relevance to it is, that that's a conundrum as well. So I might already have the goal, (laughs) the purpose of moving towards it, but what is my connection to it as an opposite side of things? So I would, yeah. Do you guys have a purpose? Like, is there something that, I mean, there's something that gets me up and I mean, that I, when I know when I'm in like my good zone, my, I mean, I, I'm a creative and I like to be in a space of, I want to be creating the rest of my life. Like in whatever form that comes, I want to, I want to be creating. Like that's what gives my, gets my engine going. That's what, like, you know what I mean? Is that I know I'm creating, if I'm, I'm in this space of creation. Um, and I can take a variety of forms. Right. Um, and I love that. I mean, that's really like a Zen. I'm in the pocket moment is when I'm being creative. Um, and, and that doesn't just mean drawing or painting or that, that you can be creative in business. You can be creative. There's ways to be creative, multiple, multitude of ways to be creative. Um, and that's really what my purpose is. I feel like that's, I was put on this earth to create things. Darn it. Um, <laughs> and uh, that drives me. That will absolutely drive me. 100% will. What about the rest of you? Right, connecting is the thing that really does it for me too. When I have intimate conversations with someone and that deeper place that we can go, 
that does it for me too. Yeah, purpose for me at the moment, I feel like is, is being there for my people, for the people that I love, you know, my family, my friends, you guys. Um, that gets me going. That keeps me going. Uh, even when I'm drained at the end of the day, if I get a phone call from my sister, I'm going to answer and I'll spend an hour on the phone with her because her making me or her being happy makes me happy and, and fulfills me. So. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Anthony, what's your purpose? No, uh, you go first. first. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of purposes actually, now that I'm thinking about it. I'm here to love, I'm here to inspire and empower. I'm here to evolve and learn and grow. And I'm here to seek, just continually seek. Yeah. That's a lot of purposes. Yeah. Yeah. I've never really struggled with this. Like I've always had something, even when things are hard for me, like I just kept, I'm like, good. Like I've always got something like my mind just goes to what, what is this for? And I think we've talked about this before, but like that thought of, you know, life is happening to me versus life is happening for me or I am happening to life. Like my brain is wired that way, not it's happening to me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, Anthony, you're up. You guys are not gonna like this answer. <laughs> like, I don't have a purpose. <laughs> no, I don't have a purpose. I don't have a purpose. Um, but that doesn't really bother me though. At least I don't think it does. <laughs> Maybe the therapists watching this are going to be like, yeah. Yeah, we'll get you. We'll get you sometime. <laughs> so can you tell us what it's like? What is it like to do life without a purpose? Um, I wake up in the morning and I'm sitting there in bed. <laughs> whether or not to get up or just lay there. Um, and I'm doing an analogy of a guy called Albert Camus, which is a bit more not safe for work analogy, but it's essentially the same. I can either lay in bed, do nothing, wither away, and eventually starve to death, or I can get up and do something. And I choose to get up and do something because it's at least more interesting than doing nothing. Um, it's a very short-sighted purpose, if you want to say it's a purpose, which is to keep myself entertained and stable and healthy until the day I die. Um, again, short-sighted, not really meaningful, but it doesn't bother me necessarily. That's also not to say I don't have goals and I don't have things I aspire to, but I don't really find them really meaningful. Um, for example, I would like to eventually write a book or a collection of short stories. But in my mind, it's completely arbitrary um, that I like those things in the first place. In some other world, I could have been like Brooke, who liked to do art instead, or I could have been a family yeah. man. I also like to write, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just giving examples out there. Um, it's kind of hard to describe what not having a purpose is like, but I know that it doesn't bother me and it doesn't feel like I'm lost. 
What's interesting though is you. I think that that maybe your purpose has an association with it because you were saying in another world I could have been this, there could have been this, or I could have been this. So what's what's interesting about that is, do you believe you were destined to be who you are now? Oh, you're opening up a whole nother can of worms. Um, so yes, I am a. If you want to get very technical with the term, a hard determinist. <laughs> Which essentially means, you know, everybody was destined to be who they were, and free will is kind of not there. <laughs> it's uh, like I said, I'm opening a can of worms that I don't want to derail the conversation, but it doesn't bother me that I'm the way that I am. And if it ever did bother me, then I think I would change that because it bothered me. So curious, so, curious question before you go on. What mm -hmm. about connection? Like connection to your mom? Does that? They're there. And there. feel purposeful with the connection with your mom. Maybe it's a different way of using the word purpose. What do you mean? So in connecting with someone, whether it's mom, significant other, someone, is there a purpose to that? I guess the purpose is to maintain the connection and grow it in the future. But I never really got to determine that in the first place, though. So I, I when you're done. What, so what I'm trying to get at is I love my mom. She's the connection is there, but I can't help that that was that way in the first place. Um, but is that part of what purpose is? It has to be either arbitrary or it's set up. So I think maybe another way to think about it is making connections with new people. Okay. I was given the connection with my mother and my family, you know, before I could even when I was a little kid before I was born, those already existed. If I moved to a new city and wanted to make new friends, it's there's a purpose easy. right there. That <laughs> requires me to do things um, above and beyond just maintaining yeah. the status quo, which I, I don't think I do with my family. I think I try to at least be what is considered a good son and loving and there for them. Um, Why do you do that? Why do you do that? what i feel like doing there's no intent behind it that's just the way i am where does it come from though yeah hold on a second okay, yeah what i feel like doing and then also in that morning moment where you can either lay in bed or get up what is that say you that's said also, that's not free will right i say that's also a feeling but like i said in a different world i could have been you know a son who just didn't give a crap at all. But I wasn't raised to be that way. I wasn't, you know, I had a good childhood. So I'm a different way. And that's the way that I feel like doing things. There's no really intent behind it or ultimate purpose guiding me. So what guides you to get up in the morning? Because you don't have to. Because I... It's more rather get up in the morning. It was more interesting. Mm -hmm. It was more interesting. So is the purpose 
Okay, well, we're just working this. Is the purpose because it's more interesting allows you to make that decision? <laughs> Brooke. <laughs> what does interesting give you? Yeah. There you oh, go. okay. Now we're coaching me. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, we're trying to understand you. Yeah. I'm trying to articulate what like is just like normal to me. It's I, like I already it, know this. I've had this conversation with Anthony before. Yeah, this is this is like taking a fish out of water when it doesn't realize it's in water, and then trying to describe to other yeah. people what it's yeah. like being in water. Mm-hmm. So interesting to me alleviates Uh-oh. the suffering okay. of boredom. I would rather be participating in activities, even activities I'd rather not be doing in under normal situations than to be bored. Ooh. What what about boredom is it that you don't like? Hmm. It feels... It feels like a waste of energy. It feels like I should be doing something but I'm not doing anything or nothing's holding my attention so if I'm sitting there bored I'm wanting to do something but I don't know what it is and so I'll do things to direct that energy then I don't think about it and I'm not bored anymore then it's just a question of what would I rather be doing among the available choices in front of me you use a word should. What makes you think you should be doing something? So when I said I feel like I should be doing something is I've got a certain amount of either mental or physical energy that wants to be expended doing something. Um, but there's no outlet for it. So I have a question. This mm-hmm. is grill Anthony moment. <laughs> Now, I feel like, and and maybe it's just my interpretation, you're a really kind soul who um, loves deep, important conversation. What about the part of Anthony, is there a a part of Anthony that likes giving? Yeah, I'd say so. but again, like I like giving when it also suits me to give. Um, there's now we're really pulling apart the um, the psychology here. Um, we've talked about like I think we talked about this in a different live about like the benefits of giving. Yeah, benefits you yourself whenever you give somebody, even if it's not like completely material. So I'm not doing like a you scratch my back, I scratch your back thing, but it does feel good to give to people, even though you know during the time, I'm also doing this to make myself feel good. What do you want? Like right now? In general? In the future? I know, you're sitting in the silence with me. What do I want? I'd like to eat food because I'm hungry. 
And I'd also like to lose weight because I'm packing on the pounds a little bit. What do you want? That's what I want. You want food and you want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Short term, long term. I want to eventually write a collection of short stories. The reason why I want that is not so clear to me. Oh, I thought Lisa was going to say something, but she was sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason why you, so you know you want to write short stories, but the reason why you want to is not clear to you. Mm -hmm. Are you willing to explore the reason? I don't think it's important to him. I don't think the reason is important to like. Yeah, I, think I don't think it's important to him. Well, let, wait. Let's bring this up. Like, can I, have you written the short stories? Yes. You have written the your short the story all the short. Well, stories. no, not not the short stories I intend to write. I have written short stories in the no, past. I'm asking, have you have you achieved this this goal of no. yours? No. So so I'm kind of pulling from this part of what you're experiencing and sharing with us is that you don't overthink things. Mm -hmm. You're just not overthinking. Mm -hmm. But I do, you have not written them. Yeah. Do you think that if you knew a, the reason why, and I, I'm feeding you on this, so I should not be asking this at all in this way. Yeah. This is the worst way to ask this question. <laughs> Bad coaching 101. Um, do you think that if you knew the reason why, you might be more motivated to work towards that goal? If I'm being honest, I think the opposite is true. Yeah. I think if I knew the reason why, I wouldn't just not even bother ever writing the story <laughs> in the first place. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I honestly think if I came, if I found out the reason why, then it would be pointless for me to write the stories in the first place. Because you're already, because you're already there. Because I'd already be there. So I think I would need to write the stories to figure out why I'm writing the stories. And then in retrospect, after I've done it, find out it was either completely meaningless or it was fruitful and, you know, had meaning. But I think if I were to find that out beforehand, I just wouldn't have written the stories in the first place. So when you look back at your life, yeah, have you done things purposefully? Yes. Give me an example. Hmm. You caught me off guard there. So now I think I might have just lied to you and didn't know I was lying to you. <laughs> I actually think hard That's about okay. that. Have I ever done something purposefully? So... This is going back to my earlier college years, going to college, intending on getting a math degree, which would eventually lead to a chemistry degree, which would eventually lead me landing a job either as a chemist or in material science, whatever. It kind of got fuzzy after that, but I think that just was because I was early in college and drinking and partying more than I should. But the purpose of me going to college was so that I could eventually get a career in the sciences 
and have a nice job and make lots of money and have a future that seemed worthwhile and provided me the means of, I don't know, uh, having a lot of money and being a smart guy who went to college. That was the purpose back then and going to college purposefully was an ex- as an example I can think of. There's so many things I could ask around that, but I'm I'm not because I'm like we've been putting you on the spot. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, really coaching at that point. Yeah, what I'm trying to articulate with this whole me letting you guys pick apart my brain is that sometimes not having a purpose is okay mm-hmm. because. I found the events in my life leading up to this moment meaningful and something I could take away and learn from it. And I could, could inform my future actions and decisions so I can make wise choices with what I want to do in the future, in the immediate moment. Is it simply a difference of vocabulary words? I mean, is what you've described is, is said as well. It is, but like, I'm okay with not having the purpose. What is, what makes that okay is that things are meaningful. Yeah. If I had a purpose and then I found out it was not meaningful, that would be a disaster. If I ended up like Scrooge and I was like in my nineties, I thought I had a purpose. And then lo and behold, I wasted my entire life for something that had no meaning. That would sound horrible. Yeah. Having no purpose and no meaning. I don't know what that would look like. It'd probably be a dead person or someone who doesn't exist. You said, though, that, that your past experiences guide the way you make choices today, right? You, because from what you've learned, if things have had meaning, you're going to make choices so that your life will remain meaningful to you when you reflect back on it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's not really my intent. They just are meaningful. I don't know if I can help that. They just are meaningful. I reflect on it, and then if a choice ever comes up where I have to think about, you know, in the long term, then I can sort of ruminate on that and then make a, a choice. So intentional meaning is really what I'm pulling from what you're saying. You have, when things come up, you have an intention to make a choice. The choice is to have it be meaningful, and that, that I think, is what you're saying? I think so. Yeah, where I'm not letting, I'm not coming up with a purpose as in, this is the purpose for my life. I'm cultivating the purpose and going towards it. Because to me, it seems like any purpose you come up with is almost arbitrary, is almost as good as any other purpose for the sake of the psychology today. What are the 10 things you get out of having a purpose? If my goals were to live a longer life, not have dementia in my old age, have people like me, um, make more money over time. Um, what's uh, number one? Experience more hope, optimism, and life satisfaction. If those things were my goal, then sure, having a life purpose is a way to you know, cultivate those goals, and it'd be good to cultivate a purpose. But I'm not bothered to do that. But some of our clients as coaches might feel very bothered that they feel lost, that they don't have a purpose, or maybe the purpose they thought they had 
got shaken, like when we talked about with uh, mothers whose children have flown the nest and now they don't know what to do with themselves. Um, it's something coaches encounter all the time with clients. Sure. It's people who feel lost and they need a purpose. I'm still ruminating on what you shared a few moments ago. Sorry, stuck there, not even in coaching. <laughs> and we should be talking about coaching. But yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get us back on track with the... It feels like Anthony just reverse engineers his life. Like... <laughs> but I think, I think where I'm tapping into identification of some of what he's sharing is part of coaching as well in the sense, not the identification, but helping, you know, if I'm in a coaching place and I'm coaching somebody like Anthony, it's helping them understand who they are and what works for them and what doesn't work for them. And as he's speaking, I don't set out to have, I mean, I don't think about here's the goal of me being in purpose. It happens. And I think that's kind of what I'm hearing Anthony say as I'm reflecting on my own stuff and in his sharing, it's when it shows up, it becomes an intentional direction and a choice that gives it meaning. And to really say a purpose would be future thinking and that's not what he's doing. And I think that's true about many people. We don't need to have that future thinking. It's knowing how to navigate what's in front of them. Is that? That sounds like it's on the money. Um, I'm not really overly concerned about my future at the moment. And uh, the things I am concerned about, I am taking steps to change yeah. and fix. But that's more of a goal to accomplish some sort of checkbox. It's not like a purpose. Like, you know, the purposes that you guys said that get you up in the yeah. morning. Yeah. Uh, like a foundational purpose. Yeah, which I I'm not a believer in either foundational purposes or meanings. You you have to create your meaning and create your purpose, no matter what, um, in every situation. That's my personal opinion. That might not be everyone's opinion because, of course, there are plenty and plenty and plenty of people. Uh, if, you're a, if you're a determinist, yeah, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it also be predetermined what your purpose is then? Yes. So didn't you just contradict yourself? <laughs> it would be determined I, that you would think that's the purpose. Yes, I'm talking on like a more metaphysical level, which was why I was going to bring up people with religions. They believe, at least the church I went to, believed you had a purpose that was yeah. given to you before you were born. Yeah. Lots of religions believe that. And it, it also makes life meaningful because meaning is only something you have in retrospect for where I come from. There's nothing in retrospect after living, after you die, there's nothing after that. So mm -hmm. life is not meaningful in that general sense, but to somebody who may be religious, then life is extremely meaningful because it determines what happens after, you know, you die. That's just one other kind of people's opinions on that. My opinion is that's not the case. You have to either create your own purposes and meanings to be able to get through life until, you know, you die. 
Which is a good thing. It's a freeing thing for a lot of people because that means you can kind of set aside the crap that was fed to you um, or maybe that you don't agree with and you're able to find the things that are meaningful to you and create your own purposes, which is what this whole live is about, is cultivating your purpose. So evolving purposes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This has been Anthony. It would, it would also naturally, right? we would we would naturally assume or say or that that presume as it were that a purpose would evolve because we as a human being evolve. When I'm ten five years old, you know, and I want to grow up be a fireman or what have you. I mean, that doesn't often does not often that changes, right? I mean, we're very much different from who I was when I was ten when I was 20, when I was 30, until now, I'm a age. And I would say for sure, my purpose has evolved in each of those, in, in each period or phase of my life. Purpose or meaning? My meaning, I think meaning for me has been more consistent and purpose has changed. I don't know though. Uh. No, okay, so if I'm thinking about it, I think meaning is to find meaning in something it just means i have to learn from it or i have to be in it be you know what i mean be in that flow be mindful be there's like a just a it's it's like there's not a word for it i can not put a word to it it's like a feeling for me uh it's not something i can articulate is it a connection, I guess, maybe is a good it's way a, to put it. Yeah, I would say it's like I am connected to something in some way, and it, whatever it is, it's like I, if it had meaning, means that, that it fulfilled me in some capacity. It it fed my soul, right? That's the best. I mean, I, that, and I, it's like I, I think of it as like being in the pocket or being, you know, in those moments where you just feel like, yeah, this is where yeah. I am, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is, I'm, dude, there's no, and there's, it's like just a feeling of, you see, you, you know, said it. You said flow. It's a flow well, state. It's yeah. a flow. Yeah. When you're in it and you feel like, and then you come out of it, you're like, man, that was, that was productive. That was good. That was, uh, yes. That made mm -hmm. me feel like my life was better because of it today. That made my experience. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and in many ways, Anthony, you're right. It's when you reflect back, there's those moments where like, God, that was awesome. You know what I mean? Gosh, that was freaking cool. Um, and we want more of that, right? We crave that. We do. We crave that. So then we start to guide our lives in the directions where we feel like we'll find more of that fulfillment, more of that that feeling where we can look back and go, boy, that, that was worthwhile. That wasn't a big old waste. <laughs> well, then it goes back into, I think, what Anthony was saying. It's making a choice based on what shows up in front of you. Anthony, you're brilliant. <laughs> I said I know. <laughs> yes, we read, read lip read. That was easy to read. <laughs> and I think, you know, purpose and mindfulness is what we've come to learn about mindfulness, is really what we're talking about is mindfulness as we describe what purpose is in this moment. Our clients are going to look at those word choices differently. And to be open to their perception when we're coaching with them on what that is. But this is that deeper conversation to have with your client. So the client really is 
knowing what they're choosing and so that they're walking their their talk and, and they're walking their walk you know as jen was saying flow they're in that flow state and is it purposeful is it you know whatever word choice is appropriate that's what we're working and helping the clients achieve as well i think there's a dan quote a dan can i put in a can i do a dan quote <laughs> um yes. he's like oh, the, difference, the difference between a human doing and a human being um and you know like it's like the difference between like when you're just doing even though doing the do can be mean meaningful it can but there's a difference when you take that pause and you like bring that awareness around like oh this i'm in this moment i'm present right i'm i'm enjoying myself i'm this is an awesome and and being able to have that awareness of like that's that's an awesome moment and you just feel it it's like it is it's that like ah oh, this is a good place like this is and that's when you're not really that's when you're not focused on the do and you're you're getting the chance to actually like sort of be 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 the capital b yeah <laughs> yeah uh -huh. I want to add to this as well. This is not my original idea, but to add to Dan's quote, human being versus human becoming. Mm. So that's where there's an, there's an attention piece added to that. Um, I'm not going to attribute it to anybody, but it's definitely not my idea. Um, that <laughs> Did we go over what else is on the, the list? Improve... We stopped, I think, at like eight. Yeah. So <laughs> we were trying to figure out. Back to number seven. Cultivate a life purpose, but then Anthony said no reason to. So. <laughs> no, oh, I mean, different for everybody. I can't yeah, also, for people watching, I cannot guarantee in the future that I will have the same answer like a year from now mm -hmm. or 10 years from now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There could be a moment where I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. done. I'm having a purpose. I'm ready to have a purpose now. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. reserve the right to change at any moment. Yeah. <laughs> I can be whoever I want at yeah. any time. Okay. So <laughs> um I don't have any intention of changing that, but that's not to say that won't change in the future. Yeah. yeah. Number seven helps our brains resist aging and dementia. That's what purpose is good for. I wonder so, how that works or why. It says right here. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, it doesn't actually really say why well i think it, it provides them something to do so that their brain is focused and has the ability to focus in on something and keep it active um yeah, I, I think, like i know like doing crossword puzzles will help prevent yeah. dementia but i understand the reason why <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The same reason because you're working towards whatever it is you're um, focused a hyper focused kind of thing again. Yeah. Or to help it number six is helping us live longer. While being through life. Yeah. And so it helps control the like control uh previous conditions, depression symptoms, and income, which feeds into the earlier thing. You'll make more money if you have a purpose. If you have more money, you'll end up living longer as well. So it's cyclical. It's a bit cyclical. <laughs> Number five, and this is more of the same thing, it improves your health. You have lower risks of heart attack, stroke, cardiovascular disease, and sleep disorders. Less stress, probably. Less That's stress. why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Too stressed. Number four, improves academic success. 
is probably why I didn't uh, continue with the math. Because you had no purpose. <laughs> um number three some of, some of their reasons on here are not very in-depth but yes yes the hidden brain podcast goes into detail on the reasons yeah, yeah. Good one. i'm gonna listen to that now yeah i'm gonna get that yeah. number three is increased work satisfaction and success well yeah i'm gonna assume this is only if you work a job that is aligned with your purpose yeah i've worked jobs that were not aligned with my purpose at the time and they was soul crushing yeah, I've had soul crushing jobs too. Yeah. <laughs> and I love them. I mean, yeah. I've had frivolous jobs though that were just fun. Like mm -hmm. that I knew, like I used to work at Renfair. I knew that that was never going to be a long term, but it was just fun. Like it was just like, this is a great experience. It's fun to be around people, meet new people, and I'm having fun just being a giant dork. So, like, that's that. That is the purpose, I guess, for myself. Is that I, which I guess that's like a connection, freedom, like just being able to release this quirky side of myself. Yeah. yeah. The creativity that you like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah I've worked terrible jobs and I've been able to find flow states in those yeah. jobs. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like I remember one job specifically in retail when we would process shipment and we would put music on and we would talk and we would just jam out and we would just bond and have like the best time. It would feel like a party. And then we yeah. would just burn product through and we would like crush our goals and stuff. And we were having the best time, but none of us really liked the job. We were yeah, yeah, yeah. there creating connection and, and having fun. So, certainly, not, certainly not Amazon you were working at because they did not allow me to play music. Oh, that's Number two, it protects us from the negative effects of stressful events um that's resilience right I mean, this is kind of like where the resilience bit the too fragile bit and like the my treadmill um you're able to more easily bounce back to your natural state and stressful things don't have as much of an effect on you if you've got a purpose and finally to round it all off you get to experience more hope optimism and life satisfaction and by the way i think Aww. i think that hope and possibility is that is the that is the key to to life you know <laughs> like i think it's life draining when you lose yeah. hope possibility obviously mm -hmm. yeah i'm yeah. covered in cat hair by the way <laughs> the end of that hidden brain podcast um talks about victor frankel holocaust survivor and purpose and uh -huh. it's, it's really good man's search for meaning a highly recommended book at least it's been recommended to me a lot um there was something else in that Hidden Brain podcast, but it just escaped my mind. <laughs> There's should a we lot. Put it, since we're referring to it, should we put it in the chat here? Yeah, we can put yeah, it in. Yeah, definitely. It's a good one. So I know we don't have a lot of time left, but how do we, is it even our job to cultivate, help our clients cultivate purpose? Or is that something they need to come to us for? Yeah. yeah. We, yeah. we can't define it for them. They have to tell us what they want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. would it be useful as a coach then to if they've got goals they got a lot of goals would it be a useful question as a coach then to say what is the purpose of this goal well if there's somebody like you and that word choice is not appropriate no mm -hmm. but you know like for Jen maybe that word choice works yes so it's getting to know your client yeah 
what when they say you know that's not something i want then help them find their words and there's giving them that space to define what it means to them mm -hmm. which i think is like included in almost every coaching session we just don't call it what your purpose is we say a lot of different other terms around it such as emotional anchoring or asking what does this goal do for you mm -hmm. what does it look like for you once you achieve this goal then clients start to play around with purpose and then maybe from there you can investigate further it's really also i think one of the things that, that goes hand in hand in this is um values exploration like I think that, that that's an important tool that that helps people sort of I've, mm -hmm. somebody's not mm -hmm. identifying their purpose you yeah. whittling down to that values moment where they figure out okay what what are my values what is important to me is it mm -hmm. being hard working is it uh being a community member or, you know whatever it may be but we all have certain things that are very important to us as, as people that that we do that are our core value system essentially um yeah and i think that 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 in this space getting in touch with that and knowing sort of what your values are can help you align yourself to be in a space where you're working in uh not having incongruity right because uh, i think that it's when we're not aligning with our values that we feel like we're icky that icky feeling like we're not fulfilling our purpose we're not doing what we're supposed to do and i think that 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 part of it's kind of very important so for yeah. for while Anthony does not have a purpose, he may have values. Like he may find that yeah. being hardworking is important, or he may find that certain things are important to him. And so he probably makes his choices so that they align with the things that he likes or respects about, you know, himself or others. So I don't even know if it's that like conscious of a choice. I'm just, yeah. I, I feel like I naturally gravitate to what. I, I like I don't even okay now this whole conversation but I think people's values are better shown with what they're naturally inclined to do rather than okay here's my value now I have to achieve that value yeah no I think absolutely your values are what you are just in, always inclined to do and that shows what you value but then what happens is some people will find themselves in situations where they're not doing things that are falling in their value system and that's when they really t tend to feel out of whack like yeah. Upset. Or, yeah or they don't like their values they don't like that they value certain things rather than other things and they would like to change that i would yeah i would do an exploration with that them deeper on that too i'm thinking i'm the yeah. thing that came to mind was like people pleasers yeah like they value other people and they feel like they should value themselves more but that's always their tendency uh, so what, what I think we're, as we draw different bits of our human psyche that come into play, nothing stands alone, right? Nothing is all by itself. Yeah. We only have core values or we only have um, uh, meaning and purpose. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'm lacking sleep like a lot. <laughs> Words are hard. Words are hard. Yes. Oh, I know how that goes. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite phrases in the world. Words are hard. Jerome, what's what are you getting from today's experience? Also a little bit tired, just like you, Lisa. But um, I think, yeah, ultimately what, what you're mentioning is it's 
we've kind of been like chasing our tails trying to figure out what it is to you know what specific word defines what particular junction of like this whole realm of life purposes and i think they all complement each other um there's pieces and, and bits of it just kind of spread spread everywhere that culminate ultimately um i guess and again that realm of, of what a life purpose is not easy not an easy question i don't think really um just kind of like with with anthony and jen you mentioned this i don't know if i wake up and i aspire to create a life purpose it just happens to me and i don't know maybe that's because i'm fortunate you know i have a great family i have people around me that i really care about um and again that that plays into what i see my life purpose as um but it's not something i wake up and just you know say i'm gonna start working on that life purpose of mine it just kind of happens to me and what it is what fuels me and keeps me Mm -hmm. and happy I would agree with that. I don't have an intentional direction either. I think I've realized in this conversation that there's the foundational purpose, which I mentioned earlier, which is love, um, you know, evolution, connection, right. But then there's also the evolving purposes, which can change any day. yeah, so that's that's been a, a unique, interesting, distinguishing factor now that I'm realizing, like, even when I don't have that purpose sometimes, like, say there is a day when I wake up and I just can't, I just don't want to do it. I'm just like, ugh, not today. I just want to go back to bed. I still have a foundational purpose that drives me. Um yeah, this is this is an interesting conversation. I really appreciate Anthony you sharing as yeah, much as yeah. you did because your brain is very interesting and it, it, it's helping me understand a different type. Like you're very interesting. I wonder sometimes like what drives you, and so I really appreciate you sharing today. Like There's nobody in the driver's seat. <laughs> found out. There's nothing going on up here. <laughs> There's a, there's a wheel, but there's no hammer. <laughs> in mindfulness, that's what we're supposed to supposedly work towards achieving in meditation, right? To find that inner balance. It's not about overthinking things. So definitely appreciate your sharing today. Thanks, Anthony. I don't know if I, I tried my best to articulate what actually goes on up here. I don't know if I did that good of a job. <laughs> I think there's more to explore because Mm -hmm. the the way you utilize words often is similar to the concepts, but not the same. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So having that ability to have someone who's really language is different in what we're talking about is a benefit. So thank you. And to be fair, we did like, as like the ground rules in the beginning of this whole live, like we referred to the hidden brain episode for their meanings of purpose and meaningful. And I just kind of stuck with that. Um, Your client's going to have completely different meanings. So just ask them, ask, ask ask questions. We're ready to sign off. Is it that time? Yep. At least get some rest. Did Jerome get some rest? <laughs> I gotta go have a photo shoot really quickly. But oh, that's why you look so handsome. No, 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 no. I mean for the thumbnail. This is what I'm yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. 
I want to make sure the shirt is definitely on one of the thumbnails we have. Yes. So. Yeah. yeah. It's a nice shirt. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like, share, comment. Come visit us in our classes. We have an amazing experience. Each of the levels are three days, and it's such a journey. Come join us. Thank you for sharing, showing up. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Once again, this is brought to you by Certified Life Coach Institute. We're an ICF-accredited school who certifies our life coaches in three-day online intensive courses. In addition to other podcast episodes, feel free to check us out every Tuesday at 4 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time on YouTube or Facebook for our CLCI Lives, where we get together and discuss various topics that are centered around sharpening your skills so you can become a better certified life coach. For more information, feel free to visit us at certifiedlifecoachinstitute.com. Until next time, be well.